0: (laughs) Okay. Well, ladies, welcome back to the Sister Talk podcast. Today, I'm really excited to introduce you to two of my closest friends, Eleanor Mm -hmm. and Chloe. Hello. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I want you to say hi. So, these girls are currently both in Australia. So, this works out really well time wise. Um, And I thought the best way to answer your questions about long distance friendships would be actually to. Just uh, bring you in to my close circle of long-distance friendships. <laughs> so um, do you guys want to maybe just say hi and where you're from? And, yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: go for it. Sounds good. Um, okay, I'll go first. Um, yep. Hi guys, <laughs> I am Chloe. Um, I'm originally from Sydney, Australia and for the last four and a bit years I have been living in Germany mm. and then before that in America and so it has been a wild journey of <laughs> staying connected with these powerful, beautiful girls that you get to hear from right here.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. And Yeah, <laughs> yep. I'm Eleanor. I'm from Perth. Um, and I've been living in Sweden for the last one and a half years and before that uh, Australia and before that America. So I've been everywhere. And
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny actually to hear that, like, the reality of how much we've all been all over the world
1: it's, it sounds quite <laughs> yeah. exotic but it hasn't been always like that no, <laughs> no not yeah. like that. It's really not it crazy. sounds way more exotic than the reality <laughs>
2: <laughs> like all of those countries are just like freezing and
1: really cold <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. especially all of us coming from australia it's like where is the warm weather please yes
2: come on <laughs> where and is the sun the warm- yes. yeah yeah <laughs>
0: And so we all met in uh, America. Mm-hmm. Even though we're mm-hmm. all Australian. And yeah. um you know I actually think the beginning of the strength of our long distance friendship was how we chose each other even before we were s- spread out around the world. Yeah. Do you think so too? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like we were thinking about
2: yeah. oh, mm-hmm. I was thinking about like how Chloe and I met. Yeah. I was like I I don't remember the exact time, but I just remember like in first, and like, so we did uh, three years of BSSM, mm. uh, all three of us actually. And yeah. uh, I just remember in the first years, I don't think we really knew each other that well, Chloe.
1: But no, then, I'm just true. remembering little glimpses of you with Sam, Boyja, and yeah. some other people. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's right. I met you, but I think I met them first before I met you. But once you see an Australian when you're in a different country, it's like you're like, automatically
2: like best friends yeah I remember like seeing you from a being like that girl is awesome I wish I knew her and then in third year like actually getting to be a friend Oh, and so now, it wasn't it until year. Third year. sorry
0: it wasn't until third year that you two met or like started mm-hmm. becoming friends
1: yeah yeah that's so I funny I remember like I don't know if it was first year or second year but I remember all of us Australian community girls who were in the same year. We would like at least, I think, a couple yeah, of yeah. times. Yeah, a lot. We yeah, would just connect. Year, I remember. Yeah. yeah, I remember going like from the half downtown in That's Reading, right. and yeah. all of us sitting yeah. in a booth and just being all Australian and excited and full of <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> loud. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So and second year was it that's yeah true. I guess so
2: and I yeah, threw a yeah, pool yeah. party
0: for all the Aussie girls I think yes 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 yes, yes when in second year parents, right yes I yeah
2: remember that. that's right
0: yes, I remember. That was was so good.
2: yeah I do remember that
1: yes yeah
0: <laughs> that's so true and I remember as well the like both of you the first time I met Chloe uh I don't know where we met but I remember having a coffee with you and Bianca and we were talking Girl. about evangelism and we were getting so fired up
1: Girl, I met you, I think it was the first week of getting to Reading. We had an Australian community gathering at Whiskey Town. And I remember oh. you were playing, like, you were throwing a footy with, like, some of the boys. <laughs> Me? And I, was, I was with Bianca. <laughs> Bianca was my ride there. So she was, like, my ride or die. Yeah. And I see Maria, and I'm just like, i need to be friends with her, but she was hanging out with the boys. So I was like, maybe later oh in life. <laughs> <I can't laughs> and now here we are. <laughs> I was
0: playing football. That's so, that's like once in a lifetime that you, you caught Chilling that. in your
1: bikini <laughs> at like Whiskey Town, which is not a beach. <laughs> just classify anyone who wants to go to BSSM, Whiskey Town. East beach is not a beach. It's a lake. <laughs> it's a pretty nice lake, but it's not a beach.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. Yes. <laughs> I don't think but- I even knew that. That's amazing, me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know that I was playing rugby.
1: My gosh, go. maybe,
0: maybe that was my way of trying to find a soulmate for the future, you know.
1: Hey, well, you found him, but he I was found an him. Australian. He was definitely not Australian. Yeah. And,
0: <laughs> and then L, did I meet you in second year or first year? I think I met you. I in- just
2: remember dropping you off somewhere.
0: Yes, second year. It was second year.
2: Second year. Yes.
0: Second I had just
2: broken there. up with, or I was just
0: about to break up with a guy. Yes. Whose yes, name I we will keep that. anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: yeah. and you were driving me to his house, I think. Yes, I think I drove you to his house. Yes. Yeah, because I was like living near there. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, but I, uh, it- I just remember you were like, yeah, you were so lovely. You were just. Yes, yeah. So I was like, I have to be friends with her too.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I remember like noticing you from far away. I've shared this with you before, but you looked so cool, like how you dressed. <laughs> oh, yeah. And also how, how you were just so, you seemed so comfortable in your own skin. Like you weren't mm-hmm. busy trying to be with the crowd. You were really like content with your situation, like with your friendship group and everything. And I loved, like, that really drew me to you. Like, wow, she is. Solid. She knows who she is, and she looks mm. so cool. I want to be her friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, I remember <laughs> you can like me. You were on the, sta- the chair chair stacking team in second year. Yeah. Yeah. Chair stacking revivalist. <laughs> yes, and I was too. Exactly. And then I noticed you. That's where I actually remember noticing you. Like you were stacking chairs, and I was like, "Wow, she's got a servant yeah. heart." I'm gonna be Leadership friends with her. Leadership
2: starts else. with serving, right?
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Let's go.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: Yo. And then, yeah, Chloe, we were friends from the very beginning. I guess, mm-hmm. like, we connected so early.
1: Yeah, we connected rather quickly, and I think because we're both from Sydney area, like, mm-hmm. I think I just yeah, and and just your passion for Jesus, your willingness to just go after the Lord no matter what it cost. It just mm. it found I just honestly I was really blessed coming to BSSM, meeting you and there was a few other people that I really connected with, but I didn't have to change friends throughout BSSM very much. I had mm. um my quality all in for Jesus, fiery women that yeah I still am really close friends with still to this day and it's been about seven years now. And so That's cool. yeah, it was really easy to connect with you Moo and to stay connected with you because there was that equal yoked pursuit as for jesus and also for each other and so yeah i'm really grateful that's actually a great point chloe like we
0: like for those listening i think one thing that really attracted us together us girls was actually the the quality of our character and and our love for jesus our pursuit of jesus yeah Mm -hmm. because that totally that says something about a person you know Mm
1: -hmm. you want
0: You want friends who love Jesus more than you, absolutely. And I think Mm. even
2: a common theme in like all of what we were saying when we met each other, we were all kind of like, "Wow, she's like amazing. She looks like just like so quality." And we all said that about each other, and yeah, yeah, all became friends. You know, (laughs) that's so true. Yeah, true. But we
0: weren't all in this. We none of us were in the same social groups. Like that's also interesting. We yeah. were we actually chose each other like we weren't automatically hanging out like yeah like I think Elle you had a lot of American friends and you too Chloe right?
1: <laughs> yeah and I mean like the Americans had a car so I could get around the boys. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> oh you gotta be gosh. strategic. <laughs> I'm still friends with them to this day but it was definitely easier to connect with people who actually, like so true. actually yeah can I could actually hang out with you or you could spend more time with that and is yeah, so
0: strategic. I should have thought of that. I was always looking <laughs> for rides
1: This is your hints, guys. Go to BSSM, <laughs> find friends with the people with the cars. <laughs> start with the car friends. That's yeah, it. and then all my friends
0: were Grace Place because that's that was my housing community I lived with. yeah, yeah. so we we weren't kind of quote unquote destined to be friends, but we noticed yeah. each other and we pursued each other. And yeah. I think that that was that's a really good thing that we did, <laughs> like Absolutely. quite wise.
2: Because I think often, oftentimes... I think I went, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, sorry. I, I think I went into BSSM like, I'm not going to have any Aussie friends. I just want to make <laughs> friends with all the Americans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, you guys came along and I was like, wow, these guys are amazing.
0: <laughs> right. I remember that actually. I remember you, you were really dedicated to your American friends. And it was like, yeah. I was always like,
2: hey, do you want to come hang out with uh, some Aussies? <laughs> <laughs> and I probably would have been like, especially first year, I think I was yeah. definitely like, I didn't really. But but honestly, like my Australian friendships mm. have been like some of the strongest. Yeah, um, It's not necessarily mm. just because we're Australian, but I think just you guys are, yeah
0: just really mm-hmm. quality people and, yeah I think you know. the same actually and yeah and then of course Ayla who is she did one year Bethel and she's become very close she's a
2: stand in Australian she's like oh yeah. yeah
0: she's like Aussie in her heart <laughs> yeah. but actually very Italian which is something I love about her too
1: absolutely but you yeah, can't you can't be sad around Ayla she will always make you feel like a million bugs
0: that is very mm-hmm. that is so true actually Oh Ella, yeah, we love you. if You're listening. Ella yeah. <laughs> is also clo- in the in the inner circle of of my friends. I love this girl. Yeah. We're gonna have to bring her on here as well in the future. Yes, but today it's an Aussie reunion. <laughs> woo. Um woo, but um oh I was gonna say something. Now I've forgotten. Da-da-da-da. Yes, that's right. I feel like usually people will just um kind of uh take on the circum like if that you kind of fall into a friendship group and then you're just like Phew, okay I got friends I belong somewhere and then you just kind of learn to live with those people even if they're not your ideal friends you know what I mean
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think I I can't remember who I heard it from before I came into um, Bible college and guys, whether you're at BSSM or other Bible college, like you have quality people right in front of you. And I just challenge you with this. I I remember um, being challenged with the thought, like I'm not going and spending this investment of time and money or whatever. Not that it's about that in Mm. just having a good time, but I'm, I came and I know that Jesus is alive and that he is in this season. And yeah, I want to invest my time, my energy, my heart, my um, my hunger into the right things, into the right place, into the right people. Not that I'm going around and trying to just trial everybody as friendships, mm. but I really did. Um, I really wanted to always go into any relationship or any person that I meet and be like, they have an expression of Jesus that I get the opportunity to to learn and to question and understand. And so coming in that way and being able to just hear from you, Ellen, you, Maria, Mm. um, your your testimony to your hunger and what you're burning for, it, it, it just made it so evident that you girls were not here at BSSM or at whatever Bible college it is just for a mm. good time. You're not there for your gap year, whatever. You were actually invested. Yeah. You're willing to give everything. And mm-hmm. it just made it so easy to trust you both because you were, all, we're all coming with the same kind of intention. So, that is so true. Yeah. The trust yeah. factor
0: that you yeah. just mentioned. That's real. Yeah. yeah. We could really yeah. trust each other. We were here because we chose each other, not because we just wanted a good time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's right. And you know what I think is so... There's something I I don't, I guess it was God, but like at the end of our time, I became convicted. Like I need to just invest in Australians because I'm going to go back one day and I don't want to go back and have no community to run with, you know, like, and then what's happened is that the Australians (laughs) I invested in, including myself, we all ended up in Europe. Like, (laughs) it's just so random, but I wonder if the Lord, like, I just love that. I did, we didn't yeah. see that coming at all you know
2: no and it was kind of like we had a piece of us. we
1: wouldn't
2: have been living in
1: Europe <laughs> no definitely not but it was like we had a slice of home with us while we were doing what God had put in front of us to do at that time and so it was really nice to have at least you girls in the same time zone who felt the feelings that we all felt maybe yeah. in these countries that we didn't mm-hmm. feel like we belonged in and yeah. it was just so good it was such a treat from the lord and so i really am so grateful that it's you guys that ended up with me over on that side of the continent
0: (laughs) me too thank you jesus thank you jesus (laughs) yeah what a blessing like i'm that's like god's perfect puzzle making you know yeah yeah i think
2: like like especially living as an australian in another Mm -hmm. in in the european country it was just so good to have people who really understood. All the culture differences, like absolutely language barriers.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Like
1: yeah. Like really real (laughs) things. Really real
0: things. Whether cultural mindsets that are different. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I remember
1: translation for
0: everything. (laughs) Yes. And I remember talking to Chloe about like our idea of fun. And it feels like in Europe it's so hard to find that fun. Like, yeah, <laughs> and just like small things, like things that you'd never think of, but like just different cultures offer different yeah. things, you know. Yeah.
1: yeah, we love you, Europeans. So it's just we yeah, love different you, cultures. Europeans. Yeah, he- exactly. Jesus is so for you guys, and it's an honor to be able to be in your continent. We love Absolutely. you guys. A lot. Yeah, that's
0: so true. Good, good, good <laughs> for saying that. Yeah, so <laughs> Elle ended up in Sweden because she married a beautiful, gorgeous, handsome man from Sweden. Woo! Yes. Anders, we love you. Anders. Thank you yes. for marrying Eleanor.
1: <laughs> Shout out! Yes.
0: <laughs> and then Chloe moved to Germany because she supported Awakening Europe, which is a how would you? It's like a ministry with a vision yes. for revival in Europe, basically, right?
1: Pretty much that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> with like a strong evangelism. All over the world, really. <laughs> yeah. Over, yeah. True. All over the world,
2: but especially yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And then I yeah. moved. And you all know Felix and I moved to Norway to uh, pioneer a Bible school. So all of us ended up here. Yeah. And for years, well, f- yeah, four years, actually. That was a mm-hmm. pun and un- unintended. <laughs> for four years, <laughs> um, us friends have stayed in contact despite all the moving around. Yeah. And um, I know like my darkest year when we first moved to Norway uh these two girls and and Ayla who we mentioned as well were just my anchor in so many times like I remember so many calls where I was just crying or super weak mess on the on the other end of the phone call and you guys were there for me and then Mm. I I can say I've picked up many calls of uh you guys also in <laughs> tears as well Me. Yeah. <laughs> <Chloe Definitely. Becker>. <laughs> <laughs> and also what i love is we've actually i think i every single one of us have called one another to confess if we've sinned or done something you know if we've done something that was um out of uh below standard yeah. of what we're living yeah. for yeah. like i can i have a, i can recall all of us having had a moment where we have had to say hey guys actually this happened and I want you to hold me accountable and and then we've been able mm-hmm. to pray for each other and yeah you know, I I love
1: that I think that comes back again into the ability to know that I could trust you girls and because yeah. we had just constantly done our best to show up and to invest into our squad of girls especially yeah. being in Europe um it made it such a safe place like although a lot of our calls or the way we stayed connected was um through FaceTime or through Messenger or whatever our online platform was although we did have the ability to meet each other a a few times and that was the best vacations ever yeah but um (laughs) two years three years ago oh my god oh my god that's (laughs) (laughs) bad sorry we need another one you're good yeah but I feel like I think in that consistency of just like All of us doing our best to show up and have these Zoom calls, especially through the COVID period of time, it made it like you girls just became that safe place that I could actually like already, but Mm. that I could actually be honest and know that none of you would try and bypass the conversation. You would actually sit there in the moment with me, even if it wasn't a screen and just love on me or we cover each other. And I would still to this day come to you girls if I needed help or if I needed to pray something or if there was something going on, I know that mm. you girls would just constantly show up. And so I think in the history of just showing up, I think that also just, um, yeah, has has really pioneered a safe ground for all of us to kind of be human yeah. and not just this spiritual hero that sometimes gets busted yeah. up in the Christian community. It's like, we're all amazing yeah. and perfect in revival. Where it's like, actually, Painful things happen, and yeah, the body of Christ is there to actually catch you when you've got your people. And so, yeah, I really love you girls and the the stuff that we've gone through together and how we're still going forward together. It's really beautiful, yeah, Yeah. that's so real, that's so true.
0: Do you guys think, okay, like I'm gonna answer a question by going backwards, like, how do you do it well? Do you think our friendship? Could have actually, this could have not been so good. And what would have, what would we have like? So, like, imagine if we didn't have this strong connection. Um, it, do you think that could have happened? Is that a good question?
1: <laughs> Wait,
0: could you try and say it? <laughs> maybe yeah. that's not good. That's not right. I'm you're, good, to you're good. You're like, good. Okay. What, okay, maybe I'll just do the normal, the normal question. But what did we other, like, what did we do to, keep this strong and not one-sided and not like like we all bought in how did we do that
1: yeah do you want to go first Elle
2: um I think it kind of started from when we were in person the kind of buy-in yeah I would say yeah and then we we've just like made each other priority at certain times in our lives I feel like like Mm -hmm. I was remembering when Chloe was talking how we um, like we don't, we don't, we don't talk like every week or every two mm. weeks or even every month, yeah. but we know mm. like we've talked to each other, we've been consistent and there for each other in the times that matter, like when COVID yeah. hit Yeah. and we all were like kind of stuck at home. That's it was right. Just that, that big time of like unknown. Yeah. Um, and we were, I think we were all kind of like going through different,
1: different Mm -hmm. stuff
2: and we just would get together every week and that's right and talk and uh, just say what was good and what was bad and what we need prayer for and yeah it was actually I don't know just being I think in certain seasons really prioritizing each other Mm. was really big
1: yeah Um, I think just to add on to what Ella already said I think one thing that Already set us up for success, and I'm gonna give you a huge shout out right now, Maria. But Mm. I remember, I think it was either in second year, or maybe you were already in third year, and I was already in Germany. Mm. But I remember there was one situation where something just scary had happened for you, Mm -hmm. and you texted all of us girls to be like, Hey, this is what's going on, and you chose to be so vulnerable in that moment Mm -hmm. and let us Mm -hmm. in. And we had then had the opportunity to either be like um whatever and push away or to lean into that moment and to be That's there right. for you as a friend. And I'm pretty sure all of us, um, whether it was a private message you sent to all of us or it was in our group chat, but mm. I remember that that really kind of like opened the door for me to feel safe to also be vulnerable and to wow. feel supported um in our friendship. So I think from what you had actually already pioneered Maria in um, our quad wow. of girls, um really made it safe for all of us when we did have our calls and we did mm. um, connect, especially the more consistent calls in Covid. Um, Mm -hmm. for us to all feel safe to actually share the crappy stuff and not just the revivals happening and god gave me this and stuff yeah yeah that's actually really good because we do need to lift our heads up sometimes and be like Mm -hmm. oh my god is doing good things but to actually have that safe place to be honest and be like actually this thing i'm going through right now is really painful and i'm actually don't have an answer and i'm in the middle of it and all i feel is just confused and sad and to have those people around you who know the prophetic calling on your life who know where you've come from who know how much you've already thrown, and to be able to call that out in those moments when you're feeling completely Mm -hmm. down in the dumps and to kind of resuscitate you and bring you up and so I think that's right what one person yourself Maria already did really pioneered the rest of us to be able to kind of like Take off all the 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 outside performance version of like a Mm. friendship and actually show up as like I am a human. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And so yeah.
0: Yeah, vulnerability. That's true. That's a huge key. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Huge key. And I think, um, like another thing, probably answering your first question, Moo. Like, Mm. if we'd done some things, what wouldn't have how like how would it have hurt our yeah. Uh, friendship yeah maybe like it made me think of when I first moved from America and Mm. maybe not in necessarily in our like us three relationship but Mm -hmm. I definitely felt like I could be so offended by people not responding to me and not being as close as Mm. we had been at Bethel like or as as we thought we were gonna be that makes sense Mm. yeah totally um that's good and I, I just remember feeling so offended sometimes. And and I think if I'd let that into our, like, mm-hmm. us three's friendship, yeah. then, then that probably wouldn't have gone very far, you know? <laughs> that is so true, um, yeah. Because it's so easy, like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: to imagine long-distance friendship when you're together and then mm-hmm. it being totally different. And just being disappointed, like, it's, yeah. it's real. You, you get a little bit disappointed sometimes. Yeah. Because it's yeah. not how you imagined. Um, that is yeah. so
0: true. We yeah. should talk about that disappointment because I think there's a few listeners who hoped, had the same, same thing, you know, they made amazing friends overseas and they really hoped we're going to be besties forever. And then it totally fizzled out. Like, um, have you girls, I mean, so Elle, obviously you just shared that that's been you. Did you experience any of that, uh, Chloe? oh yeah yeah
1: <laughs> yeah 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 I um I think I've definitely grown a lot when it comes to dealing with sucky stuff like that because yeah I think in our own mind or at least in my own mind I have this sometimes this posture where I'm like they should say sorry they should pursue right. me and Mm -hmm. I think with any relationship, whether it's a relationship with a leader or a relationship with a friend, or if it's with your spouse that you end up dating, like the goal in relationship is actually to serve the other person first than yourself. It's not about you. (laughs) And um, it's taken me a long while and through a lot of painful journeys to learn that. Mm -hmm. And so I would say only recently, and even in maybe the last few months, I have really learned to Actually, communicate where my heart is at with that person, even if it scares me. That's and so to beautiful. Not, and to not let the intense emotions mm-hmm. um, be the ones in the driver's seat, as Abby Stunvall would say. Um, mm-hmm. they're like emotions are great; they're dangerous in the driver's seat, but you can't put them in the trunk of the car. Because she would use this analogy, anyways. Right. Listen to Abby Stanvo; she's phenomenal. <laughs> but, um, but. In that, um, I've been just learning a lot about, okay, in let's say I had this one friend and um, she had communicated to me that she was going to be there. And this is none of you girls, but um, mm. she had communicated to me that she was going to be there for me as this friend. And um, again, again, um, she would just continue to forget that we had made appointments and that she yeah. would just make plans with other people before me. And I would even in my mind be like, oh, I know she's just busy with this. And, you know, she's busy with that, but it was Mm. still hurting me. And a part of me was suffering. And I, the old version of me would just choose to kind of like shove that down and be fine. But it's actually building up a case of offense against her, which is not good for anybody. And so Mm. um, after processing those emotions with myself, which I was like, okay, what's going on? okay, this is how I feel. Mm. Um, and and then kind of dicing it down, all it was was like, oh, there's an expectation of you and it's not getting met. And mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. what I'm feeling is I just don't feel this, I don't feel connected to you. And yeah. once I fizzled it down to just like those words, I was like, oh, that's not so intense. I can just let her know. And so yeah. after kind of wrestling with it a while, I ended up reaching out to her and just saying, hey, I love you and I, I can see that you're mm-hmm. busy right now. Um, with a lot of things. But honestly, right now, I just don't feel very connected to you and I I miss you as a friend. And literally that shifted everything. I already felt so much lighter just communicating that. Mm -hmm. And then she was able then to justify for herself and be like, oh, I have not meant that Um, what you assumed was correct, but I really do love you. And um, even though things did not change immediately because she was like, Mm. I actually am in a really busy time of life. Yeah, straight away Um, helped me know that she still cares about me but her capacity looks different at this particular time and so yeah I would definitely Mm -hmm. say that I've communicated that but yeah it took me a while to learn how to actually communicate what I was feeling even if it wasn't maybe yeah the best or I couldn't control it if that makes sense
0: yeah yeah that's so good that makes sense and you know you guys have both hit on offense, and I think like to be very real even in our friendship not I wouldn't use the word offense, but I've had moments of insecurity. Like I want to yeah. be real. Like where yeah, I yeah. thought, oh, I don't think she needs to hear this. I don't think like, like if I'm going through something hard and I'm like, no, come on, they, she doesn't care. She won't need to hear this. She She's won't want busy. that. She's yeah. too busy. Yeah. Or, or, oh, yeah. Or, like, or even like, honestly, I've had moments where I've said like to Felix, like, no, she probably, I'm sure I'm, she probably doesn't. Like, I'm I'm not a priority. Like, come on. She wouldn't have, she wouldn't want to hear this or, you know, like, and then my, I'm so thankful for Felix because he's like, listen to yourself, Maria, you've been friends with these girls for how long? Come on. They love you. You know, like <laughs> yeah, I've had, more, yeah. and I think, I feel like maybe with you, Elle, I've shared it where I was scared that I was a burden or something like that. Yeah. I feel I, like I can't maybe remember, but... during Corona, yeah, I can't maybe. remember. And like, just actually telling you what I was scared of and then letting you like respond how how you wanted to you know
2: yeah
1: and I
0: I think that just continually a lot like I think the secret in that area is to actually like if I were to not do anything like if I were to avoid you guys out of my insecurity um then I'm basically saying I don't trust that you can manage yourself and you don't that you don't have boundaries you
1: know yeah
0: yeah yep but like by being vulnerable i'm and bringing my heart to the table i'm actually saying i'm empowering my friend to actually respond and i'm saying i trust that you have the ability to either put up a boundary respond and i don't have to control you or our friendship Yeah, you know
1: yeah exactly yeah. that's so good move and i think that's, that's like a healthy
0: mindset i feel like often we try to control our situations with friends, out of our insecurities and control, mm-hmm. could look like avoidance, or could look yeah. like uh, just being fake, or mm-hmm. people pl- people pleasing, trying to say mm-hmm. the things that you think they want you to hear, and and all yeah. of that actually will choke the life out of your friendship because then you're not actually mm-hmm. empowering authentic
1: response. And right? nobody likes a fake person. <laughs> no. Honestly, fake no. fake relationships. <laughs> you they're the ones that you don't invest in because you're just kind of like eh, they're there for the party but that's it and you like life yeah. is not always a party <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> so, so true yeah
2: that is so and true. you kind of like I think there comes a point where even in your example Chloe you're like you, you communicated that with her but if she wasn't really a friend that you're like oh I really need to keep this re- or I really want to keep this relationship mm. like she was obviously meant something like uh, she meant a lot to you, and Absolutely. you wanted to keep her as a friendship. So, so you took the the time yeah. to communicate and the vulnerability to communicate your uh, your feelings. But if she may, maybe it's just like maybe that's where you ask the Lord, like, hey, is this the friendship that I need to keep on pursuing? Like, that's true. Uh, if if it's in that situation, like, obviously for you, she was without a question. Mm. But if it was someone where it's like, oh, they haven't responded to me in a while, like. I think there's there's some friendships you just kind of know that it's like oh maybe that was just a that season friendship you know and yeah um we we both gave something to each other in those seasons but um
1: yeah and I think sometimes I think sometimes if you are kind of in that position of like questioning is this just a now season friendship or is this actually worth investing in? Because we just don't know what people's stories are. It's okay yeah. to ask too and just be yeah. like, hey, yeah. this is what I'm feeling. I could be wrong, but I just mm-hmm. want to open, you know, the door for you to kind of share. Um, how are you regarding our friendship? Do you feel like this is something you want to continue to invest in or is it maybe yeah. just, you know, during BSSM or during something else? Because I definitely have had friends that were just for seasons and it was Mm -hmm. much easier to stay connected when you're with them in person or Mm -hmm. in a different experience in life. But um, then there are other people who maybe are going through really hectic stuff and they're choosing not to share because of maybe past experience where they're afraid. And so I think always going after connection and just trying to understand instead of assuming in your own mind is always going to – absolutely. be a win it's always going to be a win because it's if it's not it's setting you up for good communication when you become a leader or <laughs> if you become a wife and so it's amen. good to communicate
0: <laughs> that is so true learn you yeah that's like everyone we need to sharpen our communication skills that's like amen. Yeah. yes and the other thing I was thinking as well is like you guys both touched on it but like prior prioritizing and communicating that priority you know mm, like yeah um, Like, I think with, I can recall with all of you, whether it was in a, I think more in a one-on-one situation, but also during Corona, like when we were talking every week during that Mm -hmm. time, we were like, Hey, should we commit to this? And we were like, yes. Um, but in personal times, like I can remember early on each friendships, like kind of defining the relationship or the intentions of like, Hey, I would love to invest and prioritize this friendship with you. Um, and I can remember like that was vulnerable, but I uh, worth it, you know. And yeah, I actually L and I were roommates in third year, yeah. and that was so much fun. Um, and I remember like at the beginning, we had didn't we have like a chat where we were like, Yeah, I want to grow this friendship? I want to, yeah,
2: I do remember that, yeah, yeah. I think we were just sitting on our beds, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) And it was cute and it was really innocent and, like, very vulnerable. But we meant what we were saying and I love that. Yeah. Just really clear communication.
2: Yeah, we were both like, I want to, like, really make this, like, I, yeah, we want to make this, like, really intentional. And, um, yeah, communicating that just felt like, oh, yeah, we're on the same page.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's right. And then, you know, with that makes me think of, like, when we talk about priorities, um, knowing who is where on the scale of priority, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Because I
0: I think that's something, at least with the girls that I'm mentoring, we often end up talking about friendships. And then I ask, have you heard of, like, the circles of boundaries, you know, the inner circle, outer circle?
1: And most people...
0: Uh, actually, a lot of people have never been taught that, you know, like that you can actually yeah. d- draw circles from the inside where you are and then plot uh, who is where, you know. And then you know who's, whose phone calls will I take no matter what time it is and whose phone yeah. calls have no authority in my life, you know. Yeah. yeah.
2: And <laughs> even like what subjects like with each. H- people like, oh, this is actually a really, really vulnerable subject. I'm going to yeah. only talk about it with my really close inner circle. And then if yeah. someone tries, someone outside of that circle tries to ask about that certain mm-hmm. subject, you can say like, oh, like you can you can do it to a different level than you yeah. would. You can talk about that subject to a different level than you would the person in your yeah. inner circle.
0: Yeah, that's mm. so true. That's so true. And like I think as well, like if you girls call me at random times, I usually will and I, I would say 80% of the time I'm going to answer those those calls you know if in like a spontaneous call
1: unless yeah. I really
0: cannot take it I I've decided like no these there's like three people three good people apart from my husband whose phone calls I'm going to take like 80% of the time because they are my people like they are the ones that I'm treasuring the most and I'm invested yeah. in the most but then there's other people like who might try to call at nighttime, and I'm like, no, that's you're not. Yeah. No, I'm not giving that energy to you. I like you, I love you, but you're not my inner circle. And I think yeah. it's important to define who's who is where, just for yourself personally. Yeah, <laughs> you don't go and tell them <laughs> unless like, <laughs> you're three circles out from my inner circle. So I don't want <laughs> No, oh, okay. don't
1: do that. No. No, no, no. But it's good to keep yourself healthy because you know what you can handle and where you're at in what season and all this kind of stuff. And so I think it's really healthy and beautiful to, like you said, define who are your closer people and who is the people that maybe you see them at church, you wave to them, you pray mm-hmm. for them. And then that's maybe the 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 capacity of that relationship. And that's OK, because yeah. mm-hmm. you're not honestly, you're not responsible for how they feel or what they um, how they feel re- regarding that, like you're most yeah. responsible for you and Jesus. And that is the most important thing. We can't, like you said earlier, Maria going around mm. pleasing people. Like yeah. we have a yes. we have a calling, we have a responsibility for our own hearts and for what God's put on our life. And so, yeah, the more we can define where we're at and who is allowed into those inner circles, we're going to be in a really healthy place where we can actually do what God has told us to do and not busy ourselves with, All of these unnecessary, yeah, relationships or assignments that Mm -hmm. maybe, yeah, they're important, but they're maybe not ours to to carry. And we could be taking on someone else's assignment that God's actually already ordained for somebody else. That's right. That makes sense. And so, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's so good. I love that.
1: Hey, guys, we're kind of uh,
0: heading up to the end of this podcast, but I wanted to just quickly pass the mic on to each of you if I can call it a mic um (laughs) um, if there was one word of advice that you could just personally give to those listening right now like I know you've both said so many wonderful things but Mm -hmm. like one last you know like one last point that you really would love other girls to be able to grasp in order to cultivate their own great friendships what would you say it's a bit on the spot, but <laughs> <laughs> um, Eleanor
2: no. really talked it. But I, I just think for me, like offense was such a big one. Like, yeah. really guard your heart against offense in mm-hmm. long distance friendships. Um, mm-hmm. And like, whether it, whether it needs to be from that, needs to be a communication with that person. Um, like Chloe was talking about, or like Mm. an actual inner, like working, like don't be afraid to just like dive deep and and like in your heart and be like, okay, so why am I offended? Why, um, Mm. like what am I believing about our relationship? And
1: um, yeah, that's Mm. probably mine. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. Um, I think from just my experience in the last few years, these girls that are on this podcast right now have been phenomenal and we've done what we can to stay connected mainly by um FaceTime or Zoom calls but Mm. there was also people in my immediate world that maybe weren't let's say to par with like equally yoked running with the Lord Mm -hmm. kind of thing um but it doesn't mean that I can't necessarily start and build a friendship with them if that makes sense and there's mm-hmm. a lot of incredible people who are now become some of my closest friends who at first maybe looked like I was mentoring them per se and right. now I would literally like I would literally invite them to be in my bridal party when I eventually get married and so yeah. I yeah. want to just encourage like if 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 your friendships look a little bit like um maybe not um the same access or um consistency in um that reach like that's okay. Like maybe it's one call a month and you still are connected because they know your story. They know your history. They understand the language of the culture you've just come from and mm. where you're at right now. But you can always um yeah learn like you can always try these new friendships where you're at and um yeah you can trust that God's put the right people in front of you at the right time and you're gonna be able to learn and experience and explore. Um, what it looks like to just love the people in front of you as well and just to try it out and yeah you've always got yeah. your people even if I said it's like a a very not inconsistent call they're still going to be mm. there and I think we've all got at least one person who is that person um, mm. even if it's yeah. not a family me- if it's not, not it's a family member but it's really good to just yeah explore new friendships and try with the cult- where you're at right then and Yeah. God will be faithful to continue to bring the right people in at the right time. And so if you just, if you're hungry and you're desperate for that, like we believe with you that, um, Mm. that God will bring you at least just that one person into your life. Um, that would just, yeah, be that, that source of, um, uh, friendship and, uh, a safe place to be able to, let your hair down per se and be fully (laughs) more, more of yourself, more of yourself than just a work friend or a ministry friend or yeah. I hope that makes sense. And so, Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. I love that.
0: We just quickly pray for you girls who are listening. That we just bless your friendships and Mm. um, pray that God would highlight the right people to invest in and the right people to maybe push back a couple circles of your, uh, what would you call it? <laughs> Whatever. You know what I'm uh, saying? Boundaries. <laughs> boundaries. Yeah. We just pray for wisdom for boundaries and mm. wisdom for when to invest. Um, mm. We bless your friendships. Yeah. And yeah. Chloe and Elle, oh, my heart is so full. I love talking to you girls. I'm so thankful. Mm. For it's been you. awesome.
1: Thank you so much yes. for inviting us. And I love this topic. This yes. has been so so yes. fun. I feel so yeah. encouraged right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: me too. And so thankful. I'd love to get you guys back on again in the future. Let's we'll look into it. Yes, definitely. Yes. We'll have to. Yes. Such yeah. a good idea, mate. Thanks. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll talk soon. <laughs> okay. Love Bye. you. Bye love everyone. You. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.